Hello, people of the world, and welcome to DCOM December, which Ooh. I am probably the only person who's excited about this in the group. I just said but woo. Okay, Strange and I are the only two excited about this, so let's go. <laughs> um, This week, we're going to jump in ah. to wow. jump in. Whoa. Yeah. Man's got yeah. puns. <laughs> Pun. Clever. I'm, I'm punny <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, how are you gentlemen doing today in this December that we are like, we're in, we're in December of 2022. Like, I'm, wow. I'm inspired to reject gender roles based on my desire to do things. Okay. I'm you hoping 2023 is better. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, RIP James David Frank. And everybody, but yeah, <laughs> so yeah, um, but today we're here to talk about um, an uplifting decom. Which, for you out there who don't know what a decom is, it stands for Disney Channel Original Movie. I don't remember who, but someone didn't believe me, and I was like, I know my acronyms, I pride myself on my acronyms knowledge. So, yes, that is what decom stands for, and okay. Yeah, for the longest time, I thought I meant Disney comedy. Oh, was because, that you? Yes, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay. That was me. Because for the longest time, I thought com was short for comedy. Because they're all a joke. The yeah, I was about to say, all... I look, you love Luck of the Irish. Don't even come for me like that. Yeah, I love Luck of the Irish. Great. When we first met, you were like, something happened, and we were talking about it, and you are like, that was a really good movie. You talking to me or you talking to him? I'm talking to Zog. You, oh, okay. I know we bonded over High School okay. Musical. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, and Wendy Woo, and we'll get to yeah, it. We'll oh, get Wendy, to okay, Wendy Woo will give you. Wendy Woo's a solid. Um, but, but really, DCOMs start based on the documentary we watched about oh, the DCOM theme, the four-note mnemonic. Um, Gosh, that, that video is wild. Just uh, from Defunct Land, very, very engaging inspired to do journalistic ethic or effort like that in the future someday when we grow up. Uh, but no, like decom movies as they sit are this big push that came along with a, the rebrand in early 2002, give or take. That's when we got the Mickey mouse. That's when we got the wand intro. That's when we got the four note theme. That's when, Disney Channel original movies really took off because Disney Channel before 2002 didn't really have its own legs. It was kind of split up in a, a, a like a three block uh, schedule where you mm -hmm. had Disney Junior, you had the Teeny Bopper Tween, Z the Disney Zoog, Afternoon, Zoog, Zoog Disney, like what? Yeah, the, Zoog uh, Disney. That was, a and thing. then you had you had Disney Classics, which really maybe where it needs to go back to because viewership Please. has starkly declined since the the heyday of uh about 2009 yeah no Kim possible no jack dragon jack long uh we gotta do a podcast on the fall of disney one day the fall of disney maybe. channel yeah okay yeah yeah fall of disney channel because <laughs> even though they're they're still producing oh yeah that's a whole oh, it's a whole thing but DCOM, Disney Channel original movies, are this 
new production, this renewed effort that hit the heights, especially when we get to high school musical sequels are like the highest rated thing airing on television ever at that release yeah. date of wild. ever of all time. It's, it's insane. <laughs> I, so I remember it then and I still don't understand it now. I remember exactly where I was when high school musical <laughs> debuted. It's so sad. Cause like my sister, we had just moved down here. Um, my sister had an orientation at the high school that she went to. And I was like home alone with my grandma and I was like, what do you want to do? And she's like, just do whatever. Don't bother me. And I was like, okay. So we turned on high school musical. My grandma was like, so they really don't know that they dancing right now. <laughs> <I was> just, <laughs> I'll just never forget. It's like one of the best memories I have with her. She was like, so you're telling me that these kids are really out here doing all this. They have no idea what they're doing. And, she, <laughs> uh, and she's like, he can't sing. I was like, bro. She's like, where are their parents? <laughs> like, I just heard commentary. That's just what I remember most of all about the first high school musical. But yeah, it was like huge. I remember going to school like the next day and everybody's like, oh my God. Like, there were so many high school musical backpacks. And I like, it was wild. I was like, yo. And then I had a crush on Gabriella. And then things happened where I couldn't have a crush on Gabriella anymore because things. But yeah. Um, no, this, like, DCOMs are hype and there are over. A hundred of them, like I think there's like a hundred and five now or something like that, which is crazy. Mm. And they're all Ooh. on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, <laughs> Jump In was definitely one of my favorites, and I feel like one that was really interesting because you saw a main, like not a main character, but like a very prominent side character on High School Musical. Uh, Corbin Blue go and get the reins only the year after being his first thing ever. Like when your first thing ever is high school musical, it's kind of like crazy, you know? So Wait, this isn't like an expanded story of the high school musical universe. No. Um, Cause there's actual, like, you know, people are actually going through things in this. Like, don't get me wrong. People had <laughs> stuff in high school musical, but we weren't dealing with like, you know, borderline homeless, you know, kids trying to, you know, make it in the inner city. But, you know, Trying to have a creme brulee that stands up was also, you know, was also a thing. We had to stick to the task. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> so Jump In is a story about our main character, Izzy, who is a very prominent boxer who is a third generation boxer. And his other, like his father and grandfather, have won the Golden Gloves in the district. And he's training to go and take that title as well. Um, but, you know, he is running to a few things when he has to take his little sister, Jazz. Yeah, I think it's Jazz. Um, to a double dutch competition. It's Karen. Karen. Yeah. yeah. No idea who Jazz is. Um, <laughs> so he has to take his little sister, Karen, to a double dutch contest um, just to watch, because, you know, sibling stuff. And he kind of sees the world of double dutch. And he's like, wow, you know, this isn't anything what I thought it was. And then he also jump ropes when he trains for boxing, because if you've ever boxed, you know that jump roping and cardio is very important for the footwork and everything. So, you know, he was very more than adequate at it. And he ends up joining the jump rope, double Dutch team. Sorry, double Dutch team. Uh, and yeah, hijinks. Put, put, put some respect on it. <laughs> yes, yes. The double Dutch team. It's not team. jump rope. It's double Dutch. There's difference. Th- there is. Three quarters <laughs> of the point of this entire film. <laughs> yes. It's, no, it's doing what you want to do and that double Dutch is a 
goddamn sport. Yes. Um, if cheerleading can be a sport, then double dutch can too. I don't care what anybody says. No disrespect to cheerleaders. I'm just saying. No, just like who's arguing that? A lot of people. A lot of people are still arguing that it doesn't count, but they require about as much work as anything else. So I mean, if golf can be a competitive sport, I mean golf is. Like I've played golf. Besides my feet hurting, like and my chest being tight. Yeah, okay, you know what? Golf is a sport. There's a lot of things in golf. <laughs> golf is everything deserves to be a sport unless it's super weird. I mean, even the weird stuff can be a sport. I don't know. Moving on. So, yeah, basically, our boy Izzy uh, joins and creates this group, the Red Hot Chili Steppers. And they have to go and navigate through the double dutch world. But Izzy is, you know, questioned by his father of like, why are you doing this? It's taking you away. Um, jump rope isn't serious. And his bully, Rodney, who I feel like is probably the most developed character in this, if I'm being like honest, uh, you know, has it. beef with Izzy because he thinks Izzy has a golden spoon in his mouth and everything. And just kind of just puts his business out there to the whole world and everybody makes fun of Izzy for out being out here jump rope and he's like screw it man yeah so that's basically the gist of jump in Zog I feel that like is like way more than I ever got watching this <laughs> what that really? was just I'm the plot that was the plot like that's the synopsis what do you think was happening that's literally just what happened <laughs> What's happening right now? <laughs> I theorize what happened with Zog is he started watching it. It went dark because he fell asleep. He woke up. It was no, the end. I, like that was the movie. That's crazy. No, I legit watched the whole damn thing and I'm just sitting there just like, okay, okay. I could literally be doing anything else. But I'm Zog, here watching can we, this. Can we have your synopsis, okay. please? Because now I got to hear it. Like, what happened for you? <laughs> I honestly, I the entire if I were to make a synopsis for this, it would literally just be boxing kid decided he liked jumping rope better. And teenagers in high school going to be teenagers in high school and pull some bully shit. Dad didn't approve at first, then saw competition immediately turned around. Done. And there's more there, there there's like <laughs> 37 like 132nd extra nuance but that's basically no. it yeah. i mean that's like you can describe anything like that dragon ball space monkey lands yes. on earth defends no, earth with his space friends God, that's exactly what dragon ball is though <laughs> that is like that there's is no exactly pretense. what that is but <laughs> space monkey i'm instantly you, I wait, you think sound like that. Main protagonist maybe dies. Monogari, I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Um. I, and know. Sailor Moon. Oh shit. Yeah. She's a space um, Quincy who comes to Earth to defeat. <laughs> no, no, no Quincy. No, no, no bow and arrow. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Space Quincy. Quincy's have she, more than bows and arrows. Goddamn queen. Get out of my face. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, that's the beauty of a decom. You can just watch it. And if you're not like engaged, 
you can still get the gist of the the romp that we go on. However, this romp has specific, very opaque and obvious themes and, and tones that we're trying to communicate because I mean, we're trying to show kids that it's okay to do whatever the fuck you want to do no matter the constraints you have on you, right? Yes. Some some have this kind of cultural expectation and the chip on their shoulder and their understanding of that, which may not reflect reality, like with uh, with our big bully there, right? You know, he, he's mad at the world and, and takes that out physically on on Isidore, Jesus. Um, what a name. But also with the, with the uh, female boxer, she's like, I'm here boxing my ass off and I'm better than the punk who keeps going on about me being a female boxer. She's living her dream. Yeah. Why was she giving Izzy shit about that? Because he, never he was, said shit. It was always the other guy. No, he, we yeah. never, we never we see, see him. Yeah. But he's also an asshole the entire time. He's a snarky asshole the entire time. You gotta he's just, he's just, boxing, he's just, he's just hot. That's the only reason he gets away with it, right? <laughs> oh my god! Pretty that's much. it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, for, for the message we're trying to communicate, maybe that's the level of writing we gotta have. But you know, it's yeah, a, that's it's the a, level of writing you can kind of expect. <laughs> but of all of the decoms we have seen, director Paul Cohen is putting in a lot of work to make this look and feel interesting i would say like he's definitely you know he's definitely one of the decom goats goats what the hell is a doubt um but yeah no it's right i want i want to rephrase that not look interesting but look like an actual movie yeah like it's there's a stark difference between this and something like descendants don't get me wrong descendants (laughs) had some fun moments but like you can tell that descendants was a TV airing movie. I can believe this came out in theaters. Like, I can also, you know, it's weird. Out of all That's the high school musicals, year. the third one is the only one that I feel like didn't come out in theaters. You said what now? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Okay. Um. But yeah. So, and we have like a really interesting cast because you see a lot of people from this cast went on to do like a lot of stuff, like Kiki Palmer for sure. Um, even though she started in, like, I think, Aquila and the B, so this wasn't, like, her first thing. But, you know, Kiki Palmer has done a lot of stuff, and Corbin Blue is a Broadway, like, superstar that I've recently found out. And oh. I have heard him sing and things. I'm like, yo, like, shout out to you. And, you know, David Rivers, who plays the dad, Kenneth, was also, um, he had won, like, a lot of awards at that time because he was in, like, Circle and... Um, beside, I forgot what he won the award for, uh, but he was in a lot of stuff. So he'd already been kind of, uh, he was in, what was the thing that he was in? He's Corbin uh, Blue's actual dad. Is he really? The guy who played the father in this? Yes. That is Corbin oh, yeah. Blue's actual father. Oh, wow. The more oh, you know. still, and he played his dad in high school musical three. Whoa. Yeah, they do look alike. Now I see the face. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. All right. We're connecting the dots here. Okay. Need to break up the cork board. 
<laughs> High, oh, cool. Jump in happens between one of the high school musical films. It does. It's hey, canonical. What did I tell you, though? I told you it was. I said, this is some kind of high school musical side story. Y'all didn't believe me. I mean, it's I knew it I didn't believe you. I just didn't listen. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> but, but maybe you're right. Wow. <laughs> when I is mean, your, your, your YouTube video coming out on explaining how oh jump gosh. in? Where's your documentary? <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting. Where's your doc? Disney doc DD. I don't know. I tried to make a thing. Um, <laughs> Good effort. Good effort. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But no. And then you get people like um, also Kylie Russell who went to like starting zombies because like I watched zombies. And I was like, yo, this girl looks familiar. And then I saw that she was like the little girl from jump in. I was like, I am old. <laughs> like <laughs> I am old. <laughs> this is wild. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. It was kind of cool to see all that stuff kind of happen. And then I'm sure there's other people in here who went to go to other things as well, but none like super notable. I think uh, I'm pretty sure one of the cheerleading girls is like Beyonce's cousin. I believe <laughs> she uh, Shanika knows. Pretty sure that's Beyonce's cousin. I couldn't, couldn't tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was super interesting, and the whole core, like the whole cast, was really fun. And I felt like they mm. did their characters really well, especially like Izzy and Mary. I felt like there was a general connection. I'm like, okay, this connection seems a lot more believable than Troy and Gabriella in High School Musical. Mm. Like it felt like seated in something in the moments where like Mary would be in her window, and it's like it, it's someone who's like you know grew up in this type of environment, and like it did a very good job of like showing what is actually like like you know your neighbor like there's that real sense of community and if anything was going to happen everybody's going to know about it like if pookie shot ray ray by the end of the day the whole city would know that pookie and ray ray were having a spat and xyz so i feel like it did the urban urban which i guess that's what it is anyway like the urban cinderella fairy tale thing really well um i also really liked how mary was like kind of helping with you know, the family, like when there would be issues with like doing his little sister Karen's hair and stuff like that. Um, you know, Mary would come in and help. And also Corbin was doing it as well. Like Yeah. Or not Corbin, Izzy. Yeah. I make the mistake a lot. The 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 big brother did did the little sister's hair. Yeah. Because the dad, try as he might, is yeah. a goddamn boxer and not a hair He is your Disney father. If he wasn't going to be dead, he was going to be bad at doing things. But like every Except Disney father, Fox. every Disney father has been like, I feel like really strong and integral. You got like um, Victor Baxter. You got um, this dad. You got Troy's dad from High School Musical. You got this dad from High School Musical. <laughs> yeah. And then you got um, whatever Kim's dad's name is. Tim. I want to say Tim. Probably. Maybe. Maybe not. But yeah, like the Disney dads are always on point. And like that whole Disney's not, I don't know what it is. I feel like there's a Disney executive for him. It's like, okay, here's a character, blah, 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 blah. He's got a dad, he's got a mom. What was that? He's got a dad, he's got a mom. No, I told you. No moms, not in our DCOMs, not in our <laughs> movies, nothing. <laughs> or if there is a mom, you got to get X the dad. Yeah. Wait, it's like, but yeah, why can't like they where's, one parent? Where's Mary's dad? Huh? Yeah. We, we don't ever get a backstory on that. It's like Disney only lets you have one parent for some reason. 
And nine times out of ten, it's the dad, especially in the other movies. Like, I mean, Hercules is the only movie I could think of. Well, Hercules, Mulan, Tangled. Hocus Ar- Pocus nope, had nope. both Everybody's parents. Everybody's Tarzan. What'd you say? Hocus Pocus had both parents. Hocus Pocus don't count. I mean, I guess. Sure. Hocus Pocus. Like, is um, it literally what, not a decom? Because I think it not is. Not Halloween Town. We don't even know what happened to Dad in Halloween Town. Hocus Pocus is not a decom. It was originally written as one. Yeah, but it did not air as one. Uh, want to make a quick want to make a quick uh, a quick correction here, and I researched this one not, this time, Kai. It's not just coming out of my ass. Okay. Um, Shauna, played yes. by uh, Shanika Knowles. Even though they share the last name of Beyonce, they are not actually cousins. Okay. Because I said think. I didn't know. I yeah, said yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, she was in a movie with Beyonce. So that's well, also that, why I thought like that, that'll, they were, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. They were, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyway, so that's pretty much, you know, the cast and the group of people who were doing that. Um, but like, so. What did you guys think of the characters of these people? Hello, beautiful cat. Um, what did y'all think of the people who were being portrayed? And not the people who were being portrayed. What did y'all people think of the characters? Like Izzy, Mary, um, Rodney, and whatnot. Uh, I personally, I think um, <coughs> I, I liked them all. I mean, I didn't, I didn't think I hated anybody except for like maybe the Dutch dragons. I was like, oh, y'all are just annoying. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> Just a whole, I don't know, they just annoyed me. Um, which was their point, so good for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I think my favorite character was, I can't remember his name, but he was like the second best friend, the shorter one, the dumber one, air quote, the dumber guy. The uh, comic relief dude. He was funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was Chuck? Funny. Maybe, that? that's what his name, probably. I think Not the Chuck. one that gets the boxing girl at the end, but the other guy. Oh yeah, Chuck the got the box girl. No. Yeah, the loudmouth one. He was funny. I liked him. Mac? <laughs> Maybe. Who the fuck? I can't remember his name. It wasn't mm. important. <laughs> yeah. I just remember Gina like being there. Which she was a female boxer and she looks really it familiar. Is, I thought that was the other one. Tammy. Oh yeah, no. Tammy was a female boxer. Jim, uh, not Jimmy. Uh, Gina was Paula no. Brancati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. From being Erica Slasher Dark Oracle and playing <laughs> Jane Vaughn from Degrassi: The Next Generation. That's where it's from. What? That's where it's from. I recognize her from Degrassi. Degrassi goes into space. No, maybe actually. <laughs> I don't know. Degrassi <laughs> was wild. Um, Degrassi gave was Drake, so I mean, I, I did he? I, yes, Drake oh. is from Degrassi. Like, oh. yeah, yeah. Where's um, Drake not from? Everything else. Florida. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's from Canada and Degrassi. That's really, <laughs> really all, right. all the places he's from. We're putting a line in the cork board. Apparently, Drake is in the center of of this connection between. I don't know. No. No. You you were trying something there. (laughs) I was. There's. Anyway. 
anyway um yeah so we got that you said you hated the dutch dragons which was fair and i was mad the homegirl like i'm like how you gonna lead a group and then come back and be like y'all can't win it would have been hands and realistically if we were keeping to the urban tradition it should have been hands like they should have just like decked her or like you know okay no they shouldn't have because violence is wrong but definitely she would have got a warning you know her bike what a, I would have become more interested in this movie if they had decked her. Yeah, like... Should have just been a boxing glove come out of nowhere. And you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole you boxing... Izzy. You think this is a game? This is in my blood. <laughs> I lost my golden gloves when I got these red ones. <sighs> um, but yeah, I I mean, I feel like it goes without saying my favorite character was definitely Izzy. Because um, Corbin Blue... Just I I don't know I just felt like he had he's a good dude like I get that energy from him and also he's very enjoyable to watch. Um, shout he's out, do got some Blue. moves, got yeah. the dance moves. Yeah, no, when he was on the ground, wait, okay, when he was doing the like <laughs> push-ups with the double dutch, and I was like, man, like I got a cramp in my leg, but you know <laughs> we both we both you know men, so like theoretically I'm looking at my potential right now, and that makes me feel good. So, yeah. If I was slightly younger and more fit, <laughs> I could do that. I mean, That's probably I just do. more fit. Not even younger. Like, <laughs> we probably got until about 35. I, I guess, yeah, the, the level of, of, like, fit and age. like kinda. Yeah. Yeah. We just you just have to get more fit. Yeah. yeah. Bro, lipo is only $3,000. <laughs> That's not fit. That's That's fixing the appearance but not the fitness. Okay, yeah. so Anyways. we can get like surgically implanted abs. No, you can go no, pay for a fucking personal trainer. <laughs> it's you don't need abs for this. You need <laughs> knee joints. Oh, Anyways. we can definitely get robotic knees. Yeah. Those oh. hurt. <laughs> All right, all right. My favorite character, and I'm sure this is not going to be a surprise to you, Kai. Oh no. But my favorite character is Gene A. Mack as Felix. The gym's referee. Thank you. <gasps> yes. He was cool. I loved him. Yeah. Every moment he was, he was on screen, I said, this yeah. movie needs to be about him. I love him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Him being him being wise. And also mm. when, when it was the go time for for like the, the rematch where Rodney just rolls back in and he's like, rolls into the gym. And he's like, twinkle toes, we're fighting now. <laughs> And then, uh, and Felix sees like from the back room, oh, they're going at it. And he's like, maybe I'll wait. Let them hash their shit out. Just so that Izzy can jump, do, do motherfucking backflips around the goddamn ring. Uh, don't get me fucking. I like the message. He's just like, <laughs> no, yeah. Mm, I don't get paid enough for this. I like Listen, the message. Man. It's just. We're fucking gymnastics now? Like, come on. I was kind of like... Also, how do you get that flexible off of just jumping rope? I mean, he he was doing all the flips and stuff at the beginning of the movie. Like, he'd been doing that. Because he's a dancer, not a fighter. As as someone who boxed in my heyday, the best boxers are... Yes, I boxed. um, Yeah, I boxed from age, like, seven to, like, 16 and then stupid band messed up my life but anyway so wow. yeah. yeah um 
But the more flexible you are, the better you are. Like it's all about the footwork and the hands and like the flexibility. So I like I'm not saying you're gonna see a boxer doing the backflips, but in terms of like the agility training and like all that stuff, that's definitely like I feel like was very done very well. I mean, very realistically, you got to be quick on your feet and everything. Yes, but. Again, yeah, I don't there's condone a the big difference between I'm just saying. that and just I can do flip, yay! Yeah, <laughs> uh, that, that part was a little strange. It's like, haha, I've dodged, and now I will do a backflip. Which you know, he was like, just showing off at that point. Yeah, he was I was like, just you just which is the same this. thing he's done the entire movie. Yeah, he was so. trying to build up his punch meter or something. I don't think. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> but no, like definitely, definitely, uh, I agree with you about the ref. Zog, who, who was your favorite character? Um, besides the correct answer of the ref, <laughs> uh, this movie should have been about Rodney. He had the much more interesting story. <laughs> I will say, yeah, it should have been about this, Rodney. Like I, he was telling the story. Yeah, he was the whole time. Yes, but it should. I don't give a shit about Izzy. I don't give a shit about <laughs> Mary. I don't care about any of that. Rodney was the only one that was only character that would come out and just be like, yeah, I got the interesting story. Also, but we ain't going to tell that one because it's not the message we want to send. I want to know what the thought process was of bringing a random bag of clothes inside his home. I mean, if you're just going to open the door and there's a whole trash bag well, full of clothes, are you going to bring it inside? That depends. Do, do I they wouldn't fit? trust it. <laughs> I mean, strange. I will I say, like, the machine. I'll, I'll rinse it off. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is free like clothes, something. Free clothes. <laughs> I mean, we've donated clothes in a trash bag before. Like, it's just yeah. you know what you got, and when people are receiving and they're like that, just like we saw, you know, with Rodney, you know, it, you're gonna accept that and you're gonna be grateful because I'm that's like. like you know, the second time, because the first time you throw it in the trash, apparently. Yeah. Well, I think well, that he was just, be, he was doing that because he was embarrassed. <laughs> I think yeah, he was embarrassed yeah. in front of um, Izzy yeah. there. I didn't. Izzador. I didn't mean it like, oh, he's he's poor. I meant like, yeah. just like you don't know what, where that clothes has been, or like. Also, they maybe, were the same clothes that you threw in the okay. trash. No, but I say maybe he recognized it, but still, if it was any other bag of clothes, I'd be like, oh, I don't know, it's kind of suspicious. But yeah, throw Again, in the washer. What is yeah. all you got? Like you know, throw you got a condo. Throw it for spin in the washer. Take it to the laundromat. Let them clean it off. You, I mean, there's shit to do before you actually wear it. Throw it in the freaking bathtub and just rinse the damn things off before you wear them. Yeah, you know, like if they're wearable, I, don't just throw them out. Yeah, and I mean, like you know, it's like look at the clothes at Goodwill. I guarantee you, some of those clothes were far worse than anything that you might find. Oh, I'm I'm sure in a trash bag. Like, but yeah, I just meant probably. generally, like him looking in the bag. I was like, I don't know, I'd be weirded out by like a trash bag outside my. A place of living but um yeah. i guess he looked he looked inside he's like oh wait these are the clothes from earlier so cool yeah but anyways. And, you know yeah yeah but no i i agree with you zog i feel like ronnie had the stronger <laughs> story it's very interesting to see like and i really wish they would explore that message more of like you know bullying comes from a source like pain mm-hmm. hurt people hurt people like um like, this is probably all Rodney knows how to do to survive is like be that tough guy. And it's like, you know, I really like the understanding that happened between Izzy and Rodney. Like for me, you're right. Like Rodney and Izzy had the best moments when 
Rodney stood up to clap doing the double Dutch concert. I was like, yo, this is what it was all about. This is what the whole movie was leading up to was Rodney being an absolute Chad. And then at the end, when he finds out he's narrating the story and just everything. Um, yeah. I. The only thing, yeah. did Rodney's life get any better after that, though, is the question. <laughs> Yes, I think he worked at the gym or something. Okay, oh, I, mean, oh, I hope so. That, that I mean, little look. bit at the end, the gym looked nicer. So yeah. he's e- either in a brand new one teaching kids or he's running that old gym and made it better. Who the fuck knows? Well, it, it's probably more so, you know, it, I don't think the moral of his story is that his like he stopped being poor. But no, the moral no. of his story is he found a, like a calling and a way to contribute. And he wasn't yeah, the asshole we saw through the entire time. He was now the narrator we saw, like we heard, like describing the story. And he's telling this to a bunch of kids, like a group of kids at the gym. So he's like yeah. contributing to the community now with with his his calling. He's become mm-hmm. the new riff. Yeah, he's, str- he's striving to be. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty like, yeah. And so like one thing that I thought was like really good and surprisingly so for a decom, not for a decom movie, but like if we've been honest, like oh, the television movies, I feel like decoms do have a little step up above. Um, But like the choreography in this was like so spot on the choreography and the music, like the soundtrack and just with the songs and everything. Like I really liked like you know the flips, but the double Dutch and sing it in the street and singing at the competition, and then just seeing like the boxing as well. Like, I feel like everything was really choreographed well and believable. Like nothing really felt like it was. <laughs> like if you've seen Descendants, like there's some stuff that happened in Descendants, and you're just like, is this Disney or is this like Nickelodeon? Because like there's just some After Effects in there that just feel like really out of place, and I like. Granted, this didn't require magical whimsy and turning into dragons and stuff. So, of course, this isn't going to be the same thing. But I do feel like everything was done, like, shot pretty well. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like it was a really good team behind the production of this. No, I I agree uh, 100%. I actually liked the way it was filmed, the way it looked, the way the color works, you know, especially, like, with color theory and stuff. You notice a lot of yellows and that kind of thing. Um thought that that was pretty cool the only thing i think i did not like was like not i guess not constant but there was a lot of it where just random slow-mo it was like the cheap slow-mo like they didn't use high-speed cameras yeah the slow down segments oh yeah we just run it at 15 uh, frames a second (laughs) other than that though i thought it looked very well very good yeah i liked the look of it Shout out to Canada, man. Uh, yeah, I Canada. love how we were in Brooklyn, but also in Toronto with the rest of, you know, Canada. In that multiverse, Brooklyn is in Canada. And you know, Disney's still been filming in Canada. I think their most recent movie was Zombies 3, and I know that filmed in Toronto as well. So, yeah, I wonder, like... Did they just have like their own like production duty out there? Well, Disney probably. Do, I mean, I don't. Well, I mean, it's Disney. D- they d- write a blank check for a building. So, 
<laughs> Toronto's a big filming city, just like here in the States, Atlanta is a big filming city. Yeah. Right. It, it, there, there is just an industry and you have locations that fit a lot of your, your city vibe. Uh, you have crew out there that you can take your big wigs and your decision makers to Toronto and have enough local crew to get what you want done. Uh, and there's just an infrastructure, you know, it's, it's a good location to fit a, a lot of needs. Uh, and Canada is like striving to have some kind of industry out there. Uh, you know, definitely as, as American politics wax and wane, um, the tax breaks for filming cities like Atlanta uh, may or may not be there in the future. And Canada's not banking on the U.S. politics remaining the same. They're out for theirs, and it makes sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know. Shout out to Canada. Um, but overall, how did you guys, like, feel, like, about the movie? Did you think it was good? Did you think it was great? Did you hate it? Like, would you watch it again? Would you recommend it to your small child? <laughs> no. <laughs> I it's fine for what it is. I got nothing out of it. I remember watching it as a kid and getting a lot more than I got this time around. So for kids, fine, sure, whatever. This gave me nothing that as I am now. So in my brain, this is the like a perfect example of like harmless entertainment to show kids. This is the this is like the harmless thing you put on to shut the five year old up for five minutes while you go do something important. <laughs> uh, but eh, it's fine. I am really struggling just to get that much out, so I don't know what else to give it. Maybe it's harmless. Yeah. It's yeah. it's mildly generic inspirational media. Right. Yeah, it, it, sta- it stands above the rest of the DCOMs in the representation. And in that Corbin Blue and the rest of the cast do a pretty good job at acting, right? The writing is pretty simple. It's straightforward. It's not very dense because of the target audience. But the presentation and the cast's cohesion really just kind of makes it work. Uh, we don't spend a lot of time on challenging topics because we include so many, Right. We have the struggle of of loss and grief and coping uh, that the family's going through. We have the struggle of meeting expectations and living your own life and trying to like navigate personal relationships with that. We also have like the peer rejection that comes from doing something outside that of uh, like social norms. And and we're we're just doing all of these things and with an hour and 30 minute runtime, 
don't really have, we don't really invest much in any one thing, right? The reason we have so much double dutch is because it's an action-oriented event, right? So we can have a competition. We can show them winning or losing and doing visually interesting things. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's a, a, a seasoning of a lot of different themes that I would say less put on for your five-year-old just to shut the fuck up and more put on for your 10-year-old to like, here's something you can watch that you'll get a message out of. If you pay attention, we don't watch Coco Melon in this house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I okay. will never. And that, boys and girls, is how you stretch a one sentence thesis statement into a full essay. Bruh, <laughs> believe you me, I have become a professional at long winded <laughs> bullshit. I believe that the ambiguity of this film gives a sense of justice <laughs> in calling to not just the Artman community, but the lacking of sports representation for all, such as double dutch, cheerleading, ping pong, feng shui. And also, you know, Malcolm X once said, um, <laughs> just, just, just don't take a breath, you know, just keep it going. And that is how we have uh, to do it. Yes. This came out, you know, slightly after George Bush. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. Well, three months after Kanye said what he said about George Bush and Katrina. Uh, Fun fact. uh, Don't know why I know that, but yeah. I don't know why you know that either, honestly. An American media historian. Yeah. The um, soundtrack to this went gold, though. So shout out to. I could see that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. So with High School Musical, we've set the scene. Uh, you know, with Corbett Blue being like an actual vocalist, right? He can sing. Uh, and the, the this this soundtrack went gold, right? Yeah, I believe the uh, the High School Musical <laughs> soundtrack went quadruple platinum. <laughs> Maybe, probably. probably. Sounds so, about right. So my hang up, right? We have this this like key single. And there's a number of songs in the soundtrack, right? Kiki Pomo's putting in the work too. Um, but we have this key single, push it to the limit. Uh-huh. That, you know, especially with the way that Disney Channel worked, you know, not having advertising, but having this all, all this interstitial programming, you really saw the 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 music uh yeah, the music video for Push It to the Limits during this, this time, like in full, right? As a way to like hype up the movie and, mm-hmm. and get you excited for it. So you saw like this, 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 this song a lot. We only get this song at the <laughs> climax of the film, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're in the city finals. And it's time for the Red Hot Chili Steppers freestyle right they do this entire like day glow freestyle routine full double dutch it's cool right and then we do an entirely separate song 
just so we can fit push it to the limit in. Yeah. And they spend half the fucking song dancing. It was yeah. a little weird, but I didn't and, hate it. <laughs> and Corbin Blue is not singing it in the movie. It's yeah. Corbin Blue, the person singing it while Corbin Blue Isidore is dancing to it with no correlation. What the fuck? <laughs> You're not wrong. <sighs> or how how crazy would it have been if somebody if like the camera turned panned to someone in the audience and be like does this sound like the guy doing jump rope out there that's a bit weird that they'd have an entire song <laughs> it's, it's just basically him singing just circle up to the little to the little sister dad why does this music sound like is he singing <laughs> oh my god maybe maybe it's not Izzy. Maybe we're living in a world where Isidore and his father are somehow like doppelgangers <laughs> for their high school musical counterparts. And this is a song from the Corbin Blue from High School Musical, but they're not the same person. It's all coming Ladies together. Get out the corkboard again. <laughs> yeah, and, and you were right. <laughs> high go. School Musical soundtrack went triple platinum. And also uh, won a Billboard Music Award with many other musical awards. Uh, hey, that's how it goes. <laughs> I, I, I hate, I hate we, the impact that High School Musical has had on my life. We let Me that too. Happen. We let that happen. <laughs> Breaking free with sorry. Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> What's the other uh, Corbin Blue song? Uh Get your get your head in the game. Gotta, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your, get your head in. And then if we're going to, which is his most iconic song, "I Don't Dance," is a bop. I don't care what anybody says. I listened to that like two days ago. Dead ass. <laughs> like I was in the shower and I was like, "Man, I'm tired. I'm trying not to fall asleep." And then YouTube music was like, "We got you, King." And then it was like, "Oh, oh, ah," and I was like, "Yeah." That was a song. You know you love that song. You know what? <laughs> I remember in high school, even if it was just for a girl, I remember that song played and you were dancing. I remember. <laughs> I remember, Zog. I remember. Even if you even just if did it. Even if it was for, for some, a girl. Yeah, well, that yeah. answered the question right there. But you still did it. I remember the we, dance you were doing. I've done a lot like, of things I regret, too. <laughs> I yeah, we, we've all done a lot of things for a girl. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, don't, don't, look at, don't look at me like that strange. <laughs> you did too. I know your stories. What? We won't mention it because your wife is one of the few people that watch our podcast, but I know you told me things. I was going to go with that's the one. Like, yeah, I was going to go with things for one, like, but okay. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we didn't have to open the can of worms. You didn't have to show us the label of the can of worms. <laughs> Just remember, show us the la you, here's the label. There's a tab right there. Here, let me give you a little crack. There you go. <laughs> Just remember, Strange, if you ever cross me, Orlando, I know. I know things. Orlando Bloom. Oh my God. Okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Oh no. I need a Pirates of the Caribbean musical with Orlando Bloom filling in for Davy Jones. You know. And I, Corbin Blue as Jack Sparrow. So you know. And halfway through, said they just take Orlando the Bloom. Card. 
I had that reaction because we are talking about Disney Channel, and my mind went to Orlando Brown. And I was <laughs> oh, no. like, oh, no. But, yeah, no, Orlando Bloom for sure, for sure. Yo, Jump In uh, is also a thing that we were talking about. <laughs> but um, we, we've, we, I think we've talked about it. Yes. But, uh, but uh, gentlemen, strange guy, final thoughts. How, how do y'all feel about this? I, it was it was fun. You know, I actually, first first 15 kind of is like, man, but then once we get to the jump rope competition, I'm like, oh, I'm like invested in this film now. Once I realize uh, I only have 15 minutes left to watch, I'm happy enough. <laughs> no, 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 no. The first, the first 15 was just a little like, okay, we're introducing people, you know, it's fine. And then we get to the first like little tiny competition at the beginning of the film. Like, oh, okay. I'm super interested in this now for, you know, mm-hmm. I like the choreography and everything. It was really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, choreography was fun. I enjoyed the music, the soundtrack to it. Uh, I do wish jump in had been like, actually, I mean, there are so many opportunities to freaking <laughs> use it. Um, I think Rodney <laughs> was the best character by far. Um, I also really liked um, Mary's character with Kiki Palmer. And uh, yeah, I realized that like the new DCOMs are made up of just facets of the old DCOMs. Because like jump in or sorry, zombies is literally just jump in with racism. Like in <laughs> like a few other things. Doesn't have jump roping. Sorry, discrimination. It has cheerleading, which there's a cheerleading competition. Then I realized, no, I realized the final number from zombies is literally like just the jump in red hot chili steppers routine minus jump ropes. Look it up. I'd rather not. Now I know that the director (laughs) did both of them. What did you say, Zod? I said I'd rather not. Okay. I'll just take your word for it. All I know, all I know. Is we have three video ideas that someone should definitely produce. Okay. The conspiracy <laughs> conspiracy connections between <laughs> high school musical Corbin Blue and jump in Corbin Blue mm-hmm. and attached father who is Corbin's blue real father. Um and also multiple your point degrees that, of father. Yeah. <laughs> The five yeah. degrees of father. Here they are. And also, Kai, your point about all of the DCOMs are just rehashes of old DCOM plots with a new scenario. Yes. <laughs> okay, that sounds like a plan. <laughs> it's DCOM December. We should DCOM make DCOM December. Yes. Content. DCOM. Watch us blow up from a DCOM channel. <laughs> Oh, Why no. did you blow up? No. <laughs> and you become a <laughs> Now, yeah, I really, I really appreciate jump in in the decom canon. It's one of those up there with Johnny Tsunami mm-hmm. and uh, and other assorted decoms that really stick out in my brain as like things I have had an experience with. Um, and I'm sure that as we go back, I will no longer be the demographic they're targeting. <laughs> and that's gonna be okay. But we have f- a number of decoms left for decom yeah. December. And 
I did want to say one other interesting fact about this before we wrap. Yeah. Um, you just yeah. brought it up with Johnny Tsunami. So Jump In was the only original Disney Channel movie to come out in 2007 because all the others were sequel. Johnny Tsunami 2, Twitches 2, hmm. and some other one. We could have done Twitches 2. Damn. <laughs> I mean, that was oh, a trash well. movie, but yeah, we could. Oh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And also, oh, okay. this this was originally written to be uh, a Raven Simone film about Double Dutch, <clears throat> hmm. but due to her schedule, yeah, it got handed off to Corbin Blue, and then revamped into Jumpin'. Could you imagine? Hey, we're looking for a Raven Simone type. So you want the job, Corbin? <laughs> you got the hair for it. <laughs> Can you, you see into like the it? future, though? No, no, it's about fucking Double Dutch guy, not magic. <laughs> yeah and that's uh, how raven yeah. was about a girl <laughs> going through high school and living her life she still had psychic powers <laughs> true <laughs> yo also you know wrapping it up with some fun facts uh paul cohen also directed uh sabrina the teenage witch he so did. it there's some sense. magic I said that yeah. earlier, but there's yeah. the connection oh, that connects I mean, everything. Yeah, I should pay attention. <laughs> Actually, I think you were gone. I think Zog was just not listening when I was saying stuff earlier. That's that before the cast, is podcast entirely fair. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rude. Rude. But yeah, thank you for joining us here on Content Breaker in DCOM Whoa. December. Oh, my. The deep oh, wow. Voice. I didn't even know my voice could do that. <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> it's called the proximity effect. Whoa. The closer you get to the microphone, the more prominent the lower frequencies are. We'll learn this and more all here on DCOM December. Yes. You can catch <laughs> us on all of your podcasts. Talk Spotify, iTunes, Amazon podcast at Content Breaker or YouTube as well. Uh, gentlemen, you have things too. Yes, you can find me at Static Dreads <laughs> on Twitter where I will be there. And, <laughs> and you can... <laughs> Probably won't be tweeting about decoms, but I'll be tweeting about anime and why Chainsaw Man just decided to fucking hurt me. Why not tweet about decoms? You better be a decom channel guy. Fine. I will tweet about decoms, decoms and anime. Like Key impossible, so the drama. Why did I say it like that? Key impossible, so the drama is coming. Strange. Strangely entertaining on the YouTube's and. The Twitch, which I try to stream around 9 o'clock Central Standard Time Tuesdays. And I heard you recently actually streamed. Yes. Early, though. Hell early. Yeah. Not it was at 9 early. o'clock. But it's okay. You did it. Maybe save the actual time, anyways. But yeah, you're streaming now on Twitch. It's strangely entertaining. It can happen. Sometimes. Wow. <laughs> proud, proud parent I am. And also YouTube, but strangely, and yeah, it's a whole thing. I don't know. Just, yeah. yeah. But we're oh, coming back next. Shit. We're coming back next week for more decoms. Zog. What's uh, the next one? Right. Uh. Oh. Oh shit! I actually like this one. We got Windy Woo. Ooh. I bet this is my week. It is. <laughs> Windy Woo. Next. Next week. Homecoming Warrior. Content prayer. Let's get out before I culture appropriate. The cube.